0: scanning the patient nose for dilated pupils. You are British, the sister asks. I am not sure, Stella answers. You have been unconscious for two days, the sister explains, stepping back and fussing with the sheets as she slides Stella's feet from under the covers. Your feet had bits of shrapnel in them when you arrived. Someone with a cart left you outside the tent in the middle of the night. I should like to examine your feet. This is someone else's story, Stella thinks, not hers. What is your name? Stella, she pauses. Where am I? Marne. Marne is in France? Yes, the sister answers, pursing her mouth. My name is Sister Luke. I am British, but almost everyone else at the camp is French. We believe your boots blew off when you were knocked unconscious by the first shell, and that a second shell injured your feet. You had not a scratch on you otherwise, apart from some bruises from falling. Will I be able to walk? Stella asks. Sister Luke studies her. I think you are American. Am I? From your accent but you were found in a British V.A.D. uniform. Stella cannot explain this. You are a V.A.D.? I don't know. Stella can see that the sister is annoyed and has other more pressing matters to attend to. But I know how to drive an ambulance, she blurts out. Is this true? If not, why does she think it is? You know this, and yet you do not know your posting? The sister asks with barely concealed disbelief. Yes. The paradox is bewildering, but does not seem urgent. Beyond the canvas, Stella knows everything is urgent. The sister moves toward the opening in the compartment. Apart from your feet, I can find nothing wrong with you. You will have them examined and dressed on a regular basis? Then you will rest and eat and drink while we ascertain your identification. We will contact all the nearby hospital camps. You cannot have come very far. When your feet are better, you can work. Perhaps we will see if you can drive that ambulance after all. In the meantime, you are to remain here. What is your last name? Stella simply shakes her head. Orders are given and a nurse's aide arrives with a tray. The dressing of Stella's wounds is more painful than she would have thought possible. The aide, who looks exhausted, helps Stella drink two glasses of water. Stella feels sorry for the young woman, and does not ask questions, because she knows the effort it will take to answer them. Stella's last name comes to her the way a bird takes flight she tells the aide, I am Stella Bain. When the aide leaves, Stella closes her eyes and then opens them. She repeats this exercise several times, but no matter how often she does it, she cannot remember what regiment she was attached to or what she was doing on a battlefield. A month later, Stella has recovered from her wounds and serves as a nurse's aide in a French uniform. Again, she puzzles over the way her skills have returned to her, even though she does not know where she learned them. Stella is appalled by her surroundings. The soil thick with manure. Mud-laced wounds causing suppurating infections. Compound fractures imposing a death sentence. A swab of Lysol along with gauze dipped in iodine is all the medicine on offer. A gas gangrenous wound, not to be confused with the effect of poisoned gas, balloons up to grotesque proportions. Stella watches a doctor play an idle beat upon a man's flesh with his fingers. The sight is awful. The sound hollow. Almost all the men die. Sometimes the doctor's screams are louder than the patient's. The surgeon's job is beyond belief. A hell on earth worse than any hell imagined. Stella wants to know how many of them...